I earn about $50 a month from the online blockchain-based cryptocurrency game Splinterlands. So in this video, I wanna show you what Splinterlands is, how the gameplay works, and then most importantly, how you can monetize your time both from playing the game as well as from creating content and blogging about the game itself. Hey everyone and welcome, this is The Part-Time Economist and in today's video I wanted to show you how I earn about $50 a month from the Splinterlands blockchain based game. The first thing I want to point out is that Splinterlands gives you the opportunity to earn in really three separate ways. You can earn their in-game dark energy crystal for competing, playing matches, end of season rewards, daily rewards. You can earn the Hive cryptocurrency from completing social media challenges. And then you can also receive NFTs for playing the game as well. So with that being said, the game is very similar to any kind of trading card game you might have played as a kid growing up. You have cards, you have different monsters, they battle each other, and then at the end of the battle, if you win, you are rewarded with a certain amount of cryptocurrency. Now, the amount that you earn depends on a variety of factors, including your win streak, if you're a member of a guild, and also what your rating is. So the key point of this video, and this is what I want to put right up front, as a beginner, you are going to earn way more cryptocurrency blogging about Splinterlands than you are going to actually buy playing the game itself. And I'll explain that in a little bit. But first off, I just wanted to show you a battle, show you how it works, and point out that what you can see here is that even after winning that match, I got about 0.807 Dark Energy Crystals. And you're probably wondering, okay, what's a Dark Energy Crystal? How much is this worth? And to be frank with you, it is not worth a lot. So if I go to CoinGecko, they're about 0.0007 cents. If we go back to this match, I've earned 0.8. So really, I'm earning fractions of a cent on this game. Now, as you level up, as you rise in the ratings, in the leagues, you will be earning a lot more than this. So don't let this get you disappointed, but it reinforces that point I'm telling you about. You're going to make a lot more from blogging about the game. And I will show you that. I will get to it. And let's go ahead and just jump on over to my page on Hive. Now, the first thing I want to point out, I am not a big content creator on Hive at all. I have 35 followers, and you can see that most of my posts are literally getting hardly any upvotes at all. My cryptocurrency stuff is getting a few cents maybe per post, and the reason that I'm pointing this out is to show you that you don't need a huge Hive following to get started doing this. Like I said, I don't have hardly any followers, but look at these posts that I make about Splinterlands. So Silver Shield Bard got me $15, almost $16. Peaceful Giant, $12. Share Your Battle Challenge Fire Spitter, about $5.36. As we keep going down, we see more, about $10. $16 for Mushroom Seer, almost. So the point that I'm trying to make is that you can get some massive cryptocurrency rewards simply from creating posts about the game itself. And that's going to be your number one pathway to monetization as a beginner. So if we go to the Splinterlands main page, what you can see is that every week they will host a variety of different challenges. Now, depending on your skill set, depending on what you're interested in, you can enter up to two of these challenges per week. I usually do the share your battle challenges, but you could enter a variety of different challenges as well. So as you can see here, they have an art challenge where you create art related to Splinterlands. As a reward for that, you can get booster pack and they have their social media challenge where you basically promote Splinterlands or write articles explaining Splinterlands to various social media channels. And then the ones that I usually take part in are the share your battle challenges. They've got trivia challenges, a whole bunch of different things. So the point that I'm trying to make is that you don't have to be an artist you can just do these battle challenges and it's a great way to earn cryptocurrency. Like I said, I'm getting about averaging, I would say about 11 to $12 a post, four per week. That puts you right there at about 48, $50, depending on 
the exact specifics of each post. And the thing that I really want to point out is that as long as you follow their guidelines, if you do everything that the post says, so they literally tell you, hey, if you want to get an upvote from us, do this, this, this in your post. Explain why you chose this monster, what its strengths are, what its weaknesses, and then tell us an overview of the battle. If you do that, you will get an upvote from their account. So as a beginner, you're not going to earn a lot from those dark energy crystals, but you will have the potential to earn a lot more from this. That being said, I don't want you to get disappointed and think that all you're ever going to be able to earn is from blogging about it because when you play the game you do level up so you do have those dark energy crystals that you're earning as a beginner i've got to the point where i've been earning up to four to five to six dark energy crystals per battle just depending as my rating gets higher and then obviously if you start getting into the gold leagues the champion leagues diamond leagues anything like that you're earning much more cryptocurrency so on top of being able to earn cryptocurrency every single battle you also have the ability to earn every single day and this is what i like splinterlands for because they have different kind of tiers and strategies for earning so you win every match dark energy crystals you also have the ability every day to complete a specific challenge so here we've got the death challenge for this day and it says complete five battles using the death splinter now when we create this challenge when we complete it we will get a random reward it could be dark energy crystals it could be an nft drop or it could be a potion we don't know but it's it's an added bonus on top of those dark energy crystals so sometimes i've gotten up to a thousand dark energy crystals simply from opening one of these on the flip side i've got some cards that are completely worthless so it's another way of monetizing your experience and then on top of that you can see this timer here every season so basically every two weeks we get a number of additional reward chests depending on how high we finish so typically i'll finish on bronze level three which will give me nine rewards chests and just to show you an example of what that looks like a couple seasons ago i earned two gold foil cards one of which was rare so the combined value of this was about seven to eight dollars and that's on top of the blogging that's on top of my daily quests that's on top of all of that dark energy crystals that i earned on these specific challenges and then as i said you really don't know what you're going to get when you open these reward chests you could get a card that's very expensive that's worth a lot so one of the cards that i got was nightmare that was two dollars basically just for that card i've got a gold foil phineas rage which was about four dollars so there's really so many different ways to earn and you're earning all these different ways compounding and on top of each other now what i want to point out as you progress as you level up there's a strong incentive to retain players in the game and one of the things i like about splinterlands is that they've got a good working system that rewards newbies as well as giving rewards to people that invest and spend their time and effort on the game so as a newbie you're getting about $50 just from writing those blog posts you might not be making a lot in the game itself but you're doing a lot of good things through those rewards posts as you progress as you level up in the game you earn more from the in-game experience as well so right now like i said i typically finish in the bronze three where i'm getting about nine loot chests right and you saw the value of that loot chest was about eight dollars for the end of the season now let's suppose that instead now i'm talking the gold level I'm getting 30 loot chests. So if we kind of assume that the dis distribution of cards will be the same, instead of getting about $8, now I'm looking at maybe 24. We go up to the diamond, the champions level, we're getting 150 loot chests. So obviously the more you invest, the more time you spend in the game, you're going to get more rewards, you're going to get more monetization out of the game itself. But again, I know for people just getting started, that can sound intimidating. You don't want to drop a whole lot of money into the game. That's fine because you can get started just by doing these blog posts and slowly leveling up your account. So is it worth it? Should you play Splinterlands? Obviously, this is a question that you have to answer for yourself. 
However, one thing that I will point out is that there is an upfront $10 cost to start playing the game. Now, you can get started playing 100% completely for free. You don't want to invest in cryptocurrency, you just want to try it out, that's fine. But to start earning those rewards, to start taking place in a lot of these things, you do have to make a $10 initial investment to purchase what they call the Summoner's Spellbook, which basically unlocks your account. Now, as you saw from my posts, I'm making about $10 a post on Hive. So the value of this is basically paying for itself within one week. So by the end of the month, you've made your money back four times over. Again, not financial advice, not telling you what to do, just kind of showing how it's worked for me personally. A couple more ways that you can kind of bump up your earnings, obviously being on a win streak helps. So the more you win, you get basically a bonus for being on a win streak. You have the ability to complete in tournaments and various events. So if you're really good at winning these matches, you can compete in these tournaments. So here you see there's a $10 entry fee in dark energy crystals and as we said 10 dark energy crystals is basically nothing but prize pool of nine dollars prize pool of forty two dollars they've given over almost two hundred and fifty thousand dollars worth of prizes obviously the better you are at playing, the more you win, you're going to increase your earnings. A couple other ways of bumping up your earnings is being a part of a guild. So I am currently a part of the Monster Burner Guild, which is a guild for new and kind of beginning players. I've been playing about a year, but I'm still a relatively lower level player. So as part of being a part of this guild, I get a 4% dark energy crystal bonus on every match that I play. And if you use a gold foil card, so remember I was showing you on some of those end of season rewards that I got the gold foil cards. When you do that, you get an additional bonus as well. So 10% dark energy crystal bonus for each of these cards that you have. So you've got five gold foil cards in a match. You're getting a 50% boost over someone that has none of those cards. Obviously, there's other ways to earn as well. The more you invest, the more you get these NFTs. You can swap them. You can trade them. You can do a whole lot of other things. But I wanted to really focus this video on the beginners. And as a beginner, like I said, there's three main ways you can earn. Every match, you're getting dark energy crystals. Every day, you're getting a random loot chest that might have dark energy crystals, that might have potions. Potions for me aren't worth a lot because they basically, if you have a booster pack, they bump up your chances of getting more valuable cards. Since I don't buy booster packs, they don't really help me and you can't trade them. So at least for me personally, they don't really help. But you can get dark energy crystals, you can get those booster packs or NFT cards. As a beginner, it's easily possible that you could get into one of those bronze levels where you're getting five to seven loot chests just off your first season. So again, a way to earn there. The big one, and again, I keep saying this, the big way that you're gonna earn, at least as a beginner, is by doing those blog posts. As you grow, as you continue in your account, your Splinterlands earning within the game itself will start to catch up. You'll start to make more in-game, but at least getting started, I just wanna be clear that playing the game itself isn't necessarily that profitable. It's kind of the broader ecosystem creating the content about that gaming experience that's really going to help you out. So as always, I hope you found this video useful. I'd like to thank you for watching. If you're interested in playing Splinterlands, feel free to check it out. Like I said, it is free to get started. You can try it, and if you just do not like the gameplay experience, you. You don't have to invest anything in it, right? You can try it, you don't like it, you move on. But like I said, if you do wanna get started, you will have to pay that upfront $10. Me personally, I've made it back very quickly, but as always, it's important to do your own research and make your own decisions. So thanks for watching and I'll see you next time.